0: think of spiritual sages we think of them as hermits sitting under a tree meditating and being passive that was not the case the great spiritual sages were badasses this is the playbook i have an
1: extraordinary entrepreneur who is aligned with my own mission in life to empower over a billion people to be happy to create a collective consciousness of happiness by allowing people to live in abundance to make a lot of money help a lot of people and have a lot of fun the incredible founder and ceo of mind valley he is a number 1 best selling author which i point out not on even amazon on real charts and of course an activist vision lokiani welcome to the playbook
0: thank you it's so nice to be here david
1: Oh, well, I am so excited because whenever I find an ambassador of somebody who has elevated their awareness to a point of elevating other people's awareness, I get super excited because Sadhguru has assigned me over a billion people to, to make happy in a collective consciousness. And he told me he would take care of the other, you know, 7 billion. Uh, but now I see I have a lot of help out there, and you're one of those people uh, through your Mind Valley podcast, through the books that you've written, which we'll get into. Um, but for you, what was the purpose and passion behind founding Mind Valley? Well, you
0: know, I I got I was a Silicon Valley VP of sales uh, with a background in computer engineering, so I I thought I had the dream career. Um, I was crushing it at work, but I was very unfulfilled. Um, and at a certain point, that unfulfillment, waking up miserable and hating going to work every day um, and never feeling that I was enough, uh, that led me to really go deep into meditation. And as I went deeper into these practices, two things happened. Uh, the first thing was expected. Okay. Happiness levels go up, bliss goes up, your health, your health improves. We, we read about all of that, right? But then w- stranger things started happening. Um, I started getting lucky in life. My productivity went through the roof. I'm not just talking about I'm doing 10, 20% more. I'm talking about like within a week of taking this meditation class, my sales doubles and stays at that level. Then it doubles again. Then it doubles again. Then it doubles again. I get promoted three times in four months. And then the next thing that happens is that I get so good at my job. it's like My mind is like a laser that I'm able to take on two positions in the same company. First time they ever did that. I was vice president of sales and head of business development. And I was crushing it, two positions. I was earning a double salary. Um, now, I told my boss, my boss was dazzled by, by how fast I was, I was growing. And so, because I was 26 years old. And he said, well, what are you doing? And I go, well, it's, it's meditation and it's intuition. And I'm doing this. And he goes, all of that is bullshit. Absolute bullshit. Can't even believe you brought that up, mission but um <laughs> c- could you do it could you do it again and, and and could you teach other people to do it um and and so I stayed with that company i did i i after eighteen months, you know, when you go deep into the spiritual practice, after a while, like that you there's a calling uh, often um for some reason, every time we discover something um spiritual we want we want to go deeper into it we, and and so i I grew disenfranchised with all the outward measures of success that I was getting um uh, in that field and so I decided to become a meditation teacher. Uh, and if you become a meditation teacher and you live in New York, um, it is the sure, please ask permission from your wife because it is the sure response to becoming broke. And so my wife back then and I we we uh, income certainly went in half and I was just trying to get people into a meditation class. So eventually I built a website. that website became Mind Valley and Mind Valley today became the world's leading life learning platform.
1: And it certainly is. And through that evolution, you continue to have new exciting quests. Uh I was yeah. curious, what
0: are what are some of the new callings uh for Mind Valley? Uh-oh. Well, we just um let's see, they we just released the new so 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 firstly, Mind Valley covers many different areas, health, wellness. Um we just released a um a new program on Qigong. Um we released a really remarkable program on Focus. So Qigong is with Lee Holden. He's the face of Qigong on PBS. Focus is with Nir, Nir Eyal. He wrote the book Indistractable, a brilliant teacher. Um, and then we actually, so this is really interesting. We're releasing a program on astral projection with Jade Shaw. She was a consultant for the Netflix show Behind Her Eyes. And astral projection is like a whole, like it's a whole um, mind buck in in terms of of spirituality. It's fascinating. It's a a conscious out-of-body experience. And so we develop many different programs, but the rule is this, the programs that we get out there, they must be best in the world in their category. And so when you become a Mind Valley member, really what we are promising is that you're getting the best programs in each of these different niches, whether it's super learning or leadership or astral projection or Qigong or meditation.
1: And how do you select those? You know, there's so many different leaders in a space do you go through and vet the the leaders and then figure out which are best aligned
0: with you know the business yeah, model? So, yeah so there are two ways so there are two ways we never look at is this program going to make us money no we look at is this a, a necessary piece of work that has to get out to the world so we we work with living legends so for example uh, ken Wilber's uh program is on mind valley neil donald walsh he wrote he sold 15 million conversations with God books. His program is on Mind Valley. Sadhguru, his program is on Mind Valley. Uh, Jim Quick, who teaches uh, um, speed brand. learning. Yeah, yeah. programmers on Ben Greenfield, fittest man, probably one of the fittest human beings alive. His programmers on Mind Valley, and so all of these, all of these guys, we we bring them onto Mind Valley. But now what we're doing is we're recognizing that there are lots of teachers who are young, who are upcoming, but they have an incredible gift. The world is changing so fast, right? I mean, if you read the news right now, people are talking about NFTs, they're talking about they're talking about crypto investing, and so we're looking for all of these necessary life skills that are so important. And so now we, we are we are doing a talent hunt for up and coming teachers. So today, for example, I, I can't reveal the name, but we are, um, we're, we're about to sign a teacher who is one of the um, leading teachers. She's, she's under 30, but she's one of the leading teachers in helping women basically um, overcome imposter syndrome and like accelerate their career. So you are more likely to get a promotion or a raise within 30 days. So that's one of the new programs we're developing.
1: And this whole industry has grown, you know, I remember, When I first got exposed to meditation, I went on at least a one minute diatribe of why would I meditate? I am a multi millionaire. I run the most notable sports agency in the world. Why would I waste my time being, you know, high, broke, sick on my mom's couch? You know, why would I do this? It's a waste of time. And I will tell you, I got tricked into theta meditation. I'm a quantum healer now. I've been doing it 16 years. Oh, that's amazing. But what motivated me is interesting because I think it's, Part of why Mind Valley is successful and why um, this industry has grown so much is that what she did was put it into my language. And we were talking about awareness and vibration and being to elevate your awareness to know, you know, certain things, the truth. And I wasn't interested, even if she offered it for for free. And she finally said, oh, she goes, it's too bad. I could teach you theta meditation, elevate your vibration and awareness. You would know when to buy or sell. She hit me right where it counted. I'm like, well, now that's worth my time to figure out when to buy or sell. I don't want to make billions of dollars if I know how to do that. And so that was the motivation to get started. And did it motivated. work? And it, it worked amazing. Uh, my right. life changed so quickly. And I actually learned quantum healing, which is you know body scans and astral projection and past life regression and raise my awareness in so many other intuitive ways, uh, but also changed my life like yours dramatically, I was a salesperson like you and the money and the energy behind, I've studied you with master and Dr. Shaw who may or not be a Madden Valley guy, but these are incredible. I trace calligraphies. How has the personal growth industry grown just via the mass acceptance or understanding of, wow, this stuff, you know, there's no more like shock that
0: you meditate. It's like, yeah, I I get it. We, we, we got to figure that out. Yeah. So so, firstly, acceptance, right? So when I first built Mind Valley, I had to use a pseudonym because my fellow classmates, my friends from the University of Michigan School of Electrical Engineering, would have thought I joined a cult because right. I built a meditation <laughs> website. But but now you you fast forward, right? You fast forward to twenty eighteen, and according to uh, Daniel Goldman in his book Altered Traits, forty five percent of the Fortune one hundred offer meditation classes. Um, you, you read about meditation everywhere. You know, in, in in the in the new book, 21 Rules for the 21st Century, um, 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 the name escapes me, the author of Sapiens, Yuval Hariri, he speaks about how he meditates two hours every single day. It's so commonplace right now. And it's not just meditation, it's everything that has to do with exploring consciousness. Lucid dreaming has exploded. Our lucid dreaming teacher, Charlie Molly, he was just on Star News. Uh, he's now training um, British veterans. Uh, on how to overcome PTSD using lucid dreaming, because when you lucid dream, you can deal with your demons, you can, you can, you can unfold repressed memories. An- another example, okay, now this is crazy. So um, if you're listening, please have an open mind. Yesterday, on Mind Valley, we worked with the Monroe Institute uh, to teach spoon bending. We had 700 people participate live in a Zoom class, and 70% of them were able to bend a spoon with their mind. We have all of these pictures on the Telegram channel um, floating around. It is insane. Um, Now, the problem that I see is that people fall for what seems cool rather than what works. Okay, so for example, there's a lot of talk about ayahuasca, about plant medicine. There's definitely a place for that. Um, But you can get incredible results from meditation. But meditation is no longer sexy. So people talk about, you know, I'm gonna to go to Costa Rica, I'm gonna do this ayahuasca trip. Right. And um, and, and 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 that's amazing. Like, like I fine, do it, but you don't do it every month, right? Like pick up a meditation practice. Um, and the other thing that I think is is going to emerge is intuition. You mentioned you are picking stocks, knowing when to buy, when to sell. So um, what I didn't mention is that class that got me into meditation was the Silva method. It was founded in Laredo, Texas. By Jose Silva, it was one of the early American personal growth programs. So we we got the exclusive rights for the Silva Method. It's now in Mind Valley. We lowered the price. We made it available to everyone. Jose Silva passed away in 1999, and his family asked me to be the new face. So now I teach that course. But that course teaches you to go to the theta level of mind, and activate intuition to such a degree, such a degree, okay, that yes, you can know when to buy and sell stocks, but you can also work as a healer. You can be, somebody can give you the name, age, gender, location of someone unknown to you, and you'll be able to pick up enough information on them where you can describe them like, you know, like they're kind of like someone you've met or your next door neighbor. Um, it's really intriguing, but it works with getting people to stay consciously awake while reducing your brainwave frequency to the theta level. So you don't have to go and do an ayahuasca journey. I mean, look, if you, if you want to, it, it's, 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 it's useful, um, but you can access these altered states. Far more easily by training yourself to do
1: it you're speaking my language and you know one of the books that I'm writing now is about reconciliation and all the topics and the understanding of this collective consciousness or self-development to me is the ability to reconcile speed and there's two speeds that we work at the speed of thought which vibrates the fastest within the context of the speed of thought, truth vibrates the fastest, which is where we are pursuing and elevating ourselves Mm -hmm. to. But we do live in the pragmatic world and there has to be this reconciliation. And one of the reason I really like The Code of Extraordinary Mind, your first book was, to me, it was one of the first early examples of how I could understand reconciliation by applying a concept or a vibration or frequency of laws you know, of a code Mm. uh, to a higher realm, which I was blessed to have been exposed to 10 years previous and understand. And most people laughed at me, scoffed at me and made fun of me. And now they applaud me and pay me because I understand the speed of thought, you know, this reconciliation, uh, you know, in these laws are really uh, important, you know, for you, when you wrote that book, this code, was this reconciliation in mind, or did you have a different type of twist or concept to, you know, giving a code to being able to execute on, you know, this higher power of thinking or higher self?
0: Well, well, the code of the extraordinary mind was was written because uh, at that point I'd been running Mind Valley for almost uh, ten years, right, and I'd done close to I was approaching maybe seven, eight hundred interviews with with people. Um, and Valley was was turning into the platform that it is today. Um, and what I want to do is I wanted to distill the learnings, distill the learnings into Lego bricks that you could connect with each other so that one could have an expansion of awareness, could have uh, um, a massive upleveling of their consciousness. And that really is what the code is about. I don't know. I think I have to go deeper in understanding your concept of reconciliation. I'm not familiar with with the the, the nuances of that word, because I'm sure when you say it, you've probably gone really deep down that path. But all I was trying to do was give people 10 unique mental models that cause an awakening that allow you to experience the world in a new way, almost as a new human being. Amazing. And then the newest book,
1: right? The Buddha and the Badass. <laughs> and it's right. the secrets of this higher level of the spiritual art, but yeah. to succeed at you know, a word I don't like, I, they, you call it work, right? To see where word. Most people would understand right. if you said the activity you get paid for, uh, right? I just, exactly. we're, we're right. here to have activities, but w- work is, is a much better title. Um, and yeah. so the Buddha and the Badass is still for me within the context of this reconciliation is how do we utilize tw- two hours a day of meditation or 20 minutes a day of meditation, or mm. how do I utilize the Silva method or whatever it is to change something that's important to me in the real world, like paying my mortgage. And so, you you know, with that, the Buddha and the Badass, where does that reconciliation happen between, you know, I call it persistence and patience, or for me, I have a brand called the Ferocious Buddha, and it fits right into Buddha and the Badass. Like, I think you need to be- Yeah, that's interesting, right?
0: Yeah. So, so, So the Buddha and the Badass is about bringing spiritual arts into the workplace. Um, I was motivated to write that book by reading an essay by the great American philosopher Ken Wilbur. The essay was called Egolessness. It was a short essay, short form essay, and Ken had a beautiful quote there. He said, The great spiritual sages and saints of the world, from Moses to Jesus to Patma Sambaba, were not feeble-minded milktos. They were movers and shakers who rattled the world with the force of their ambition. They were not ego minus, they were ego plus and they created revolutions that lasted centuries. Now, what he was really saying is that when you think of spiritual sages, we think of them as hermits sitting under a tree, meditating and being passive. That was not the case, right? Like the great spiritual sages were badasses. um, Jesus brought a a bullwhip to the temple. Um, um, Buddha uh, attempted to take down um, the royal family um, in a way. Uh, Muhammad conquered continents um paramahansa yogananda went from india to america and started a spiritual revolution these were not feeble minded moktos con- content with just experiencing inner bliss and so but we don't see them that way we see them as being we see them as being passive happy settled that was not the case spirituality today i believe is about creating change in the world. I mean, spirituality is about, in in, in a way, unleashing your God senses, right? And what is God? God was the great creator. And so the Buddha and the Badass is really about applying spirituality to create, to bend the world, to change the rules, to disrupt, to envision, to do things in a way where you're moving humanity forward. Now, This seems obvious, right? Yeah, like so, but but then why do we not use it at work? And so, what I prescribe in the book are simple, I shouldn't say simple tools, which have a spiritual root, but you can actually bring them into the workplace without freaking out your boss. We don't go into intuition. That will be a later book. The world isn't ready for that now. But we go into other aspects that if you do, you will not freak out your boss, but you will unleash your intuition. You will unleash your compassion. You will unleash your ability to warp reality and create synchronicity and coincidence without having to use those words. The book is written in a code. And if you know, if you've studied this stuff, you will read the code and you will know, ah, that's what he's talking about. But if you don't know this stuff, it's very acceptable to the rational business mind. Yeah.
1: Multi-layered text, which is why I read The Course of yeah. Miracles, for example. I read it for yeah. six years and every year there's a different layer to the text or even napoleon hill exactly um, almost 20 years since you and michael had founded mind valley and you know one of the blessings in my life as i was inspired by napoleon hill was to learn as much as i can as many lessons as i can by talking with people and having an open mind and open heart and open hands and open-ended questions by the way being an intelligent follower right. by learning from everyone i could and i would be amiss not to have you on here you know, you have this extraordinary podcast, but you've also interviewed so many different people and have so many different programs. You know, what's one of your favorite lessons? You know, the, the one that you think resonates most today that you've learned
0: from all the multiple geniuses? Uh, the expression well, give of God. me. So, 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 the thing is, like, uh, there's so many lessons, so many lessons. Um, give me, give me a topic. Let me narrow it down. Give me a topic. Uh, growth, for a growth. Gro- growth, human is too, growth. growth
1: is too wide. Growth is uh, too growing, wide. Like everything as a, is growth. Yeah, growing as a human being. Too wide. That's get, getting more. Uh, to maximize, to pursue our potential. So, you know, what, what's the greatest lesson that we can learn to pursue our own potential? That's oh, so, so wild. I know, sorry. <laughs> you know, all right, just see, give me I, a I, random I, lesson. I, <laughs> give me a real be kind oh, to your future self, do good deeds. So <laughs> all right, I'll give you so another one. Because, how about a lesson about how yeah. to manage stress? Oh, okay. Today, so that's great. Everybody's that's great. anxious, yeah. frustrated, and stressed right now. How, how, how what's the best lesson you've learned to manage stress?
0: Yeah. So so I I I, I can give you a sort of a meta lesson, right? Like the, the stuff that I've realized. So, so the first thing is is, is um Ivan Meissner, um, so I always like to cite the teacher that I get these lessons from. So Ivan Meissner, uh, he's the founder of BNI, one of the world's biggest uh, business networking institutes. And yep. so I interviewed him, he said something really simple. He said, work-life balance is bullshit. Like you, It's not about work-life balance, right? You got to cre- create, rather, when you're at work, focus on work. When you're with your family, focus on your family. Uh, but create these this time boxing where you know the time that you're going to be at work, the time that you're going to be in family, and you make these non-negotiable. So, so, for example, I know that I do not work after uh, a certain time. I, I, I just don't. Um, but that, that ability to switch off and actually even go into Netflix mode makes me so much more productive the next day. So, second lesson over here um, is from um, um, John Gray. Men are from us, women are from Venus. You, so got this got all, all TL-
1: you have all my TLC friends on Mind Valley.
0: Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, so, in fact, that's because I'm a member of the TLC. So I, yeah, I hang out with I knew these that. guys and, and, and I tap their brains. So, John Gray was telling me something really interesting. He's like, you know, when a man sits in front of the TV and watches football um, <laughs> by himself with a beer or whatever, uh, I'm not saying you need to drink a beer, but, you know, what happens is that you actually give your mind a reset and it causes a spike in testosterone. And that, when a man has is able to like get the testosterone up, the very next day, he's able to plow through more work without getting stress. So you can stack these things on top of one another. You can take Ivan Meissner's idea of like compartmentalizing uh, work and play and pleasure, um, and then being able to treat yourself and not feeling guilty when you're in front of the television. And when you wake up in the next morning, one of the first things you can do to relieve stress is to take the right supplements. That 5-HTP is incredible, absolutely incredible. Um, and then um, meditation. The meditation I prescribe is the six-phase meditation that goes through six different phases, all of which actually create uh, an alleviation of stress, makes your mind more resilient, uh, and gives you more grip. Um, so those are just a couple of things you can, you can put together. Um, now, if you really want to go down the rabbit hole, okay, you can rewire your brain to become immune to stress using a, spe- a specific meditation. You will find it um, in Mind Valley, we have a program called Everyday Bliss by the hypnotist Paul McKenna, and he has a meditation there called the hypnotic trance. And I kid you not, you listen to it seven days in a row, and it rewires your brain to raise your stress tolerance level. Be so, um, so those are. Uh, I know I gave you five different modalities, but the thing is, it's never one thing. You got to stack these things together. If stress is your biggest concern, you want to stack these things together. I can't
1: wait for our next TLC meeting so I can meet you in person. Uh, incredible wealth of knowledge, amazing amount of help, uh, that not only you personally give to people through your publications and podcasts, but even more importantly, through your company over almost 20 years now from 2002 on, thank you so much, Vishen, for sharing your wisdom with us and your guidance, and we look forward to having you back again.